Welcome you all here. For those of you who don't know me, my name's Kate, and I'm the minister of the Baptist Church here. And various people from various church, well, actually, the churches in the village will be taking part in presenting this, and various people from various churches over the city will be in the worship band, and we'll be having a good time together. Are you looking forward to it, I ask? Yes! Gosh, that's so exciting, because when I do that on Sunday morning, people are like, oh, well... <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> so, okay. I also need to tell you that if you've not been in this building before, if there's a fire, there's no alarm. So there'll either be smoke, someone will scream. <laughs> it might all be too late. But if it's not too late, the fire exits are that away and that away. So take your pick. File out calmly, going, ah! Okay, um, there'll be toilets, there are toilets, out that door, and to your right, and to your left, they're out there, you'll find them, do go and um, use those if you need to, and afterwards there'll be refreshments, after we've had this wonderful time together, lots of cake and coffee, out that door, or that door, take your pick, but don't then go out the fire exits, because you won't get your cake. Final thing, hopefully you'll all have a pen and one of these strips of paper with a little white bit on. If you haven't got them, David is just placing some at the front here that you can come and get at some point um, during the service. This is for our prayer activity, which we will be doing later on. So please keep these with you, and I will explain what to do as the service goes on. I'm going to hand over. Oh, yeah, offering. Also... We're going to take up an offering this evening, and the money that we take up will go towards Cottenham Care. So if you have your purses, wallets, pockets with you, please do give if you can. And all the money will go towards Cottenham Cares, and that will happen later in the service. Thank you, Pam. Good evening. There is somebody here, isn't there, Kate? Yeah. Hi, I'm Major Pam Barrett. I'm just Pam for short. Uh, I'm one of the new kids on the block, along with my husband, Graham, at the Salvation Army. So um, we're helping uh, Kate, because we're the only really ministers in the village, apart from Simon, who can't be with us tonight uh, at the moment, because all saints don't have a minister. And we're praying hard that someone will be there soon. We are. We're, we're lifting you guys up in prayer for, for that to be done. Um, but we're here to praise God, aren't we? Do you know each other? Because I don't know many people. And it would be really nice to just say, get up and have a walk around and say hi to somebody that you don't know and introduce yourself and which church you're from. Okay? So that's what we want you to do. So you need to get up off your feet and off your bottoms and have a wander around and go and chat. Okay, then everybody, I think we've, um, if we're going to be standing around chatting, we could have had a cup of tea. Um, but it's good because we're here to praise God. There's a lovely hubbub, isn't there, this evening? And. Uh, God made us to praise him. And that's why we're here this evening. We're here to praise and to worship an almighty God. And so what we're going to do, first off, we're going to have um, Psalm 150 put on the screen. And uh, 
What I'm going to ask is that we read it together, but not together if you get my drift. The ones at the, uh, the guys at the Salvation Army did this last week, and it worked quite well, I thought. So I thought we'll try it on a bigger scale. And uh, this is Psalm 150. What I want us to do is to stand and to read the psalm in our own speed. So it will sound like a right hubbub of noise. But God hears every word. It doesn't matter who we are. God is interested in us because, as I said this morning, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves us so much that he sent us Jesus. And that's who we're here to praise this evening. So let's stand and we're going to praise him through the Psalms. And we're going to praise him in our own time. So if I start, and then you can all start and just read it in so there's a nice hubbub of noise. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And let's do that in song. Over to the worship band. Give them a welcome. Yay. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm now going to do the Bible reading, or a Bible reading. This is from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians, chapter 4, verses 4 to 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. When we gather together, we gather to praise and worship. Rejoice in the Lord always. But God calls us not to be anxious, to bring our prayers to him because he wants to hear from us. And there's something powerful about praying together. There's something good about praying on our own, but there's something very powerful about praying together. And so tonight we're going to pray together. We don't always have to use our voices. And tonight we're not all going to use our voices. This is why we have our little prayer strip. And we gather together as Christians from this village We worship in lots of different places, but we're all from here, united in Cottenham. And we want to pray for Cottenham tonight. And so you have a little prayer. It's going to be turned into a prayer chain, hence the little white bit, which is double-sided sticky tape. So don't write on the side with the white bit on. Write on the other side, because we'll then link it together into a chain. And what we'd like to do is think of something, someone something about Cottenham which you have on your heart you want to pray for, something you might want to change, someone you want to maybe come to know God, or a situation or a person that you're really praying for. And we just want you to write the name of that person or one or two things about that situation on your prayer chain link, um, specific to Cottenham, because we're gathering together as Christians in Cottenham to pray for our village. And then when you've done that, there'll be a bit of music in the background while you're doing that, I'd invite you to come to the front where we will link all the chains together in a very slick fashion. 
you know, that kind of thing. I need my glasses. So we're just going to have some time to write on there, someone that's on your heart from Cottenham, something that's happening, something that you want to pray for in our village. And then we'll come and link them together. Just spend a bit of time thinking about that and writing on your strip. So we have our links, our prayer chain. And Rob is going to pray. The reading is coming from Isaiah, chapter 43, and it's verses 1 to 7. But now this is what the Lord says. He he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be there with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. I give Egypt for you for your ransom, Kasha and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honoured in my sight, and because I love you, I will give men in exchange for you, and people in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east, and I will gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, who I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Thanks be to God. How's your week been? You always ask that question. When you ask that question, you always get that comment, don't you? That, that, that sort of flow that, oh, does, he, does he really want to know? We, some of us may have had a good week. Some of us may not have had that good a week. If we could change stuff, I wonder what we would change. What sort of decisions have we made this week? How about, um, what should we have for tea? Ladies, I bet you've asked this question, what shall I wear? What about the question of, whose turn is it to walk the dog? Are these the sort of decisions that we've had? Okay, what about the bigger decisions? Last, last year, what bigger decisions have we made last year? Shall we move house? Shall we buy a new car? Shall we get married? Shall we go to... What was that? You don't think so? Okay. But aren't these... Aren't these big decisions? Aren't these life-changing decisions? Who asked the question, do we go to church on a Sunday? Who's asked the question, is this what life is really all about? Do we ever question that? Do we ever question what life is actually really about? You know, we've got this thing called the general election coming up. No, no, we don't want that. A decision where we've got to make a decision in a box for somebody to rule 
in one sense, our lives. But let me ask you a question this evening. As Christians together, who is actually in charge of our lives? Top of the class. <laughs> this evening, though, what we may say, do we actually mean? Yes, the answer is Jesus. Absolutely. But is it? Because unless we know it's Jesus in our heart of hearts and in our lives, the word Jesus is nothing at all. Decisions. 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 I'm going to let the clip be played just now. We live, we die, and the wheels of the bus go round and round. Right, who wants to skydive? Hands up. Come on. Thank you, skydiving. Right, okay. Let's do a bucket list this evening. Okay. I can't spell. Skydive. Okay, what else do we want to do? Come on. Go to New Zealand. Here we go. New Zealand. NZ for short. New Zealand. You're making it easy, aren't you? Okay. The world. Okay. There we go. Okay. Pilot. Okay, what else have we got in the house? Clothes. Clothes. You mean posh clothes. Crew was that clothes or cruise? Cruise. 
Somebody wants to go on a boat. Okay, what else do we want? Somebody at the back. Back seat's always the best in church. Go on. What do we want in life? The list is endless. Come on, we're in Cottenham, right? The list is endless. Bucket list, what do you want? Yep. Health, happiness, okay. I didn't put West Ham to win the league, dare I? No, see, I thought I'd get a reaction. Okay. Decisions, 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 right? Just think a minute. Just think about your life for one minute. Just think about your bucket list for one minute. Think about your bucket list and what you would put on it if you could make it. There's a quote. I'm going to ask the quote to go up on the board from that film, just one part at a time. Thanks, pal. Right, the good man. Sorry. Jack Nicholson says, I envy people with faith, but I just can't get my head around it. Right, okay. We are people with faith. Morgan Freeman then says, click of button. Morgan Freeman says, No, he doesn't. He doesn't say, come on. I know, I know what the line is. And he doesn't... Oh, wait, no, go back one. There we go. No, go back. Thank you. Morgan Freeman says, maybe your head's in the way. We live as Christian people. We call ourselves Christians. Some of us, believe it or not, even read this. Some of us read it and we put it down again. Others of us read it and do as the good book says. Maybe it's us that are getting in the way of what God wants to achieve for our lives and for the village of Cottenham and surrounding areas, because I know you don't all come from Cottenham, I wouldn't like to, you know. Maybe it's us that are getting in the way of what God wants, and it's maybe that we're putting the wrong things in life as opposed to what God wants. I'm going to ask Jill to come and read from us. You've seen the Bible reading already. If you've got your Bibles, Jill's going to come and share. From Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, commencing to read verse 7 and reading through to verse 15. Thank you, Jill. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and may share his suffering, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect. 
but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Amen. Thanks, Jill. So what are we living for? What are we living for? What are you living for? What am I living for? If we've got the technology, there's one more quote I want to be put up for tonight. There it is. Thank you. Another quote from the film. It says, You know the ancient Egyptians had a beautiful belief about death. When their souls got to the entrance to heaven, the guards asked two questions. Their answers determined whether they were able to enter or not. First question, have you found joy in your life? Second question, has your life brought joy to other people? Change the word joy to Jesus. Change the word joy to Jesus. Can we go back? No, the other way, thank you. Have you found Jesus in your life? Has your life brought Jesus to others? In scripture it says we are meant to go and make disciples of all nations. So what's life really about? And what are we aiming towards? We've got some great answers on there. Friends, life is short. Life is very short. I saw a young man somewhere. Young man, you come here for me. Your name is? Josh, Josh, you did tell me and I forgot. Sorry, Josh. Right, do me a favour. Slowly, and I mean slowly, because I can't find my end. Bear with me. Let's just do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. And let's do that. Okay. Never work with string or kids. Bear with me. It's going to tangle. I know it's going to tangle. I'll be with you in a minute, Josh. Just, just stay there. We'll have coffee in a minute. All right? Okay. Had it all laid out and it's gone. Take that for me and walk that end of the church. Slowly, because I might have to take you back. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Go on, keep going. Keep going. Okay, right. Can you walk through and over a pew in the middle? I'll let you. I'm not looking. Walk over, over a pew, so it goes all the way down and all the way around the other side. Keep going. Right, that's it. Go on. Good lad. How are we doing? How are we doing all right? Carry on, Josh. Right, now come down. Keep going. Right, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow, easy, tiger. Okay. Keep going. Right, that'll do me. Perfect. Come to the end. You, you to me end? Right, stop there. Thank 
go and sit down now. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thank you very much. Right. You are now all encircled in your lifeline. Okay? I want you to imagine the blue piece of rope running the whole, around the whole of church now is your lifeline. And it goes on and on and on. Can we have the next slide? That's right, thank you. Stay there. Good man. Right? It goes on and on and on. But let me tell you something. This little bit, this little red bit in the whole of that is life on earth. Think about it. Just think about it for one minute. Josh has just ran your whole life and my life around the whole of church to go on for eternity. Goes on forever. And we in life make decisions in life based on that. I get born. I'm going to have children. They're going to grow up and be a complete pain. And I'm going to earn loads and loads of money. I want to go into New Zealand. I want to go around the world. I want to have a cruise. I want to be with my family and friends. I want to skydive. I want to have a pilot's license. Friends, we're governing the rest of our lives by the decisions we make in this life. The reality is it means nothing at all about our Christian faith and our eternity if we're not making the right decisions. How silly is it as Christian people who are making decisions based on something that could end tomorrow? In fact, it could end tonight. This could be the last sermon you hear me preach. So I'm going to make it a good one. But friends, reality is we're not promised tomorrow. Are we? And your life can be cut short or dictated by when God wants to stop it. So what are we basing our decisions for on life? Is it about this world? Or is it about eternity? We have one chance to live on life. We have one chance to find joy. We have one chance to live our life for Jesus. We have one chance of telling other people about Jesus. We have one chance to change the village, the town, the city, the workplace, our family and friends. We have one chance. What does John 3.16 say? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Not everybody's going to go to heaven. And based on this bit, my friends, depends on whether we go to heaven. Based on the decisions here on this earth will depend on whether we have eternity. On this bit. I was told you have one chance to make an impression when I was in the outside world, working hard, earning 80 plus thousand pound a year. You have one chance to make an impression. We have one chance in making that impression count for Jesus. You have one chance to make that impression worthy of your eternity. And friends, 
It's not, up to, it's not up to your minister, it's not up to your family or friends to change it, it's up to you to change it. What did Paul say? For, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Or in the New Living Translation, for to me living means living for Christ and dying is even better. So the questions for you this evening are, what sort of lives are we living? Does this really matter compared to eternity? Do these things really important about upon unless we go and meet with Christ? The Apostle Paul in the reading that Jill shared says he's straining forward. He's straining for that prize. Some people run the London Marathon. Was it last week? They were straining to get to the end. And whatever it took, they got there. What are we straining for, friends? What are we going towards? Attending church, seating, Sunday morning, whatever, isn't going to make a difference unless we take it on board for ourselves. So, what's important? What's important? Is it important that we are enjoying ourselves now and everything's rosy and great and we have nice holidays and we own lots of money and we live in a big house our family's okay is that really important compared to living in heaven what's life really about how do we find the joy what's on your bucket list for Jesus we spend too much time thinking about now and not later everything in the world today has to be instant we wanted it yesterday we want that now when's Jesus coming when is God calling us home what difference are we making in the village the town the families that we live in about Jesus I've written here, our purpose is not about making ourselves comfortable. God didn't create us to make ourselves the centre of our world. He didn't put us here to fulfil our bellies with good food and waste our money with frivolous things. He puts us here to make a difference for his mission, for his kingdom. He wants us to do our part of changing other people's eternities so that they can go to heaven too. That's why we're here as Christians, friends. And that's why God's put us on this earth. Not for our own gratification, all for his. So we can make a choice. We have one chance. One stab at life. We can either make it count for ourselves now, or we can make it count forever. Therefore, says Hebrews, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set out before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him 
endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You can carry on living for life here and now if you wish. I think you're mad, but that's your choice. Or you can make whatever we decide in this part of our life count for eternity. But it all begins with us bowing down. I'm going to ask the worship bands to take their places and we're going to sing about bowing down to God. And as we bow down this evening as an act of worship, maybe some of you may want to do that. Maybe some of you want to hold your hands up. Maybe some of you just want to come outside your pews and hold on to the blue piece of rope. Maybe you want to link hands or arms with the person sitting next to you. We are all in this together. We're all helping one another on our life's journey. I haven't got all the answers, only God has those. But together, as the prayer was made, we are stronger together, living discipled lives together than we are on our own. And we're even stronger if we know Jesus for ourselves. So whatever you wish to do this evening, whether you want to stand, whether you want to come and hold the rope, whether you want to hold hands with somebody, link arms with somebody, just as an act of worship, as an act of response to him this evening, just do that as we sing, as we worship. Have you enjoyed this evening? Yes. Good, because the praise has gone to God, hasn't it? Um, But I just would like to say thank you to Kate and to the congregation here at the Baptist Church for allowing us to use your building. Thank you. And uh, for those who read as well, for Erin and for Emma and for Jill, thank you so much. One from each church. We're trying to sort of um, bring us all together. And for the worship band, wow, they were brilliant, weren't they? So thank you to Kirsten and the guys. And thank you to Graham for your message too. Let's remember that when we leave this place, it's not just all about this life. Yeah, we can enjoy things, can't we? But we have to remember the ultimate thing is that we're going to spend years in eternity. And what are we doing now to make that even better and stronger in God's eyes? So let's, as a body of God's people, a church inside this church building... Let's say the grace together. And if you want to join hands, please join hands so that we can come together. We can be bound together in God's love. Or if you want to pick up the rope and you want to hold on to the rope and do it that way, you can do. But let's just share together the grace.